It's a comedian. Yeah. He is. <laughs> no, not joking. Hello and welcome back to that Josh James show with me, stand-up comedian Josh James. As ever, I'm joined by my trusty right-hand man, top producer in the game, the Italian stallion, Salvatore Bacconi. How you doing, Sal? I'm all good. Good, good. How are um, you? You right? Yeah, good man. Enjoying the World Cup? Mm-hmm. Are you? Yeah. Uh, did you watch the South Korea game? Yes, we were recording on Saturday, by the way. Mate, do you know what? I've not really been watching any other games other than England, just because I've been too busy and like, yeah, been here, there and everywhere. But um, yeah, nice. It's good. It's good. Um, I think we I think we look good, England, personally. Yeah. I think we're, we're in with a shout. Um, did you see the story about the AI thing that they ran? Basically, they did this, they ran this AI uh, software and it did 10,000 different sort of uh, predictions. Guess who came first? Brazil. Brazil. Belgium came second. They're already out. They're out now. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Argentina third, France fourth, and then England fifth. And I think now England have moved up in that rank, obviously, because Belgium are. We're fucking doing well. We look good. So uh, playing Senegal tomorrow. So. This obviously is like being Senegal. Reco- oh yeah, it's tomorrow. Yeah, being recorded bef- on a Saturday. Yeah, so we don't know how we've got on. So do you want to record a, a couple of different sort of options for you know? Yeah, not yeah, so cool. Right, well, so positive now that we got through. Well, yeah, you could just you just say, "Oh, what a game last night," you know? Yeah, and then then do all the different outcomes. Oh, brilliant result uh, um, last Sunday um, against Senegal. We've done, we've done, we've done so well. You know, goals from all the key players. You know, we look like a well-oiled machine. Um, Again, I mean, listen, it's a team game at the end of the day. It's who fucking matters. It's not. It doesn't matter who's on a on the score sheet. Um, but yeah, great game from um, from from Harry Kane, Jude Bellingham. What a player! What a player, player Jude Bellingham. Harry Maguire. You know, can't seem to do it for Man United, but when he comes to England. You know, he's 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 got it. He's got it, man. So, yeah, great win. Great win against Senegal. And um, sorry to any Senegalese people listening. Uh, but, you know, fucking better luck next time. We've got a big following over there, to be fair. We have, yeah. Big in Africa. Yeah. Um, and do you want to do the one, just in case they lose? Do you know what? Fucking England again. Same old England, isn't it? <laughs> Same old fucking England. Negative Southgate. I mean, how many players was he playing with behind the box? Like, I get it's fucking tournament football. I mean, at the end of the day, why is fucking Gareth Southgate managing fucking England? Like, is that how fucking shit we are now? We've got Gareth Southgate who played for Middlesbrough. You know what I mean? Hardly fucking, you know, Rio Ferdinand, is he? But just fucking useless. Time and time again, England let you down. Um, I mean, Senegal. Fuck Senegal. You know? <laughs> Senegal enough sorry to any Senegalese people listening I know there's a lot of you listening right but seriously who the fuck are they how are they beating England you know fuck I just can't believe it to be honest Um, just another tournament goes by we don't win nothing and you know shit there needs to be a change in English football really enough's enough now Um, we've, we've, we've been on the end of these results too many times haven't we you know what we can just use that for when they eventually go out <laughs> yeah, but there'll be a different team that beats Senegal. I think we beat Senegal, to be honest. Yeah, France is going to be difficult because they're you know they're France. Yeah, but listen, I still think 
I, th- I think we're I think we're looking all right. I mean, against USA, we struggled a little bit. Um, I think they got a tough uh, route to the final, haven't they, England? Yeah, but listen, if you want to win it, you got to beat the best. You got to, to beat, beat everyone. The best. So I, I think just fucking bring them on, whatever. Mm. I mean, the later rounds would be better if we got the stronger teams. But quarterfinals, yeah. listen, you get into the quarters, you got to know that you, no one in the quarters is a, is a mug really. Yeah, you know. Um, and like, look, we want to win it. We've we've been to the semis. We've been to the finals of the Euros. Like, really, want to all these all these things are great because they they you know what I mean. They're great fun, great days out. But inevitably, it just makes the pain a little bit harder to deal with. You know, so you want to win it, really. Um, um, did you see uh, Morocco? Uh, obviously, went through the other day. Did they? Yes, they beat Canada two one. Uh, and not Canada out of the World Cup and and progress through to the to the last sixteen, and uh, my girlfriend was out in Central, and she said there was just loads of Moroccans near Trafalgar Square, just like going absolutely mental, like like revving like heads up and down the really? street. And she was like thinking, she was like, oh, like you know, what's what's you asked one of them? She's like, what's going on? She's like, oh, we're through to the World Cup, like and we, we just well, well, through to the knockout stage, through to well, yeah. through to the knockout stage. Yeah, so they said like she said, they said, uh, um. You know, we just come up here to celebrate. She's like, yeah, but why here? She's like, oh, points. Canadian, uh, what's it called? Embassy. Because <laughs> obviously they just beat Canada. Oh, really? Oh, that, that's proper shit housery, isn't it? Oh, that's jokes. Yeah, so they're just like, and no one's even in there. It's like nine o'clock at night. Yeah, fucking Canadian, Canadians are lovely as well. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're just nice people, aren't they? That's proper fucking muggy, but I love that. Yeah. You nice, got it, yeah. Nice bit of shit, Asri. It's been an eventful World Cup so far. We're halfway through. A lot has happened. And it started with one of the weirdest possible ways um, from an Italian, uh, an Italian that I'd like to denounce and, and say that he doesn't belong to us, really. Oh, UEFA, uh, FIFA geezer. Uh, Johnny Infantino. Um, yeah, is he Italian? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought he looked slimy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, this clip did the rounds a few, a few weeks ago. So <laughs> <media. laughs> I'm yeah. going to play it from the Spoiler alert. I'm European. Actually, I am European. Not just I feel European. I think for what we Europeans have been doing in the last 3,000 years around the world, we should be apologizing for the next 3,000 years. Fair point. Okay, let's see where he's going with this. We're starting to give moral lessons to people. Today, I have uh, very strong feelings. I can tell you that. Today, I feel uh, Qatari. Today, I feel Arab. Today I feel African. <laughs> Today I feel uh, gay. Excuse up his nut. Today I feel disabled. <laughs> Today I feel uh, a migrant worker. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen the full clip. That's fucking blinded, isn't it? I mean, he's absolutely off his nut. I feel like he thinks he's making this big emotional sort of like... Statement. Statement. Political, social justice statement. I want to rewind it back to the start there where he goes, I feel like 
us Europeans should be polarizing for the last three thousand years. Why? <clears throat> um, maybe feel like all like you know all the colonization slavery. Yeah, but that's nothing fucking doing me, is it? Well, I think what he said, the point he's trying to make in that particular bit is saying that we shouldn't be telling uh like the people who live in the Middle East how they live, how they should live, or you know how they should treat people because we've been trying to fucking rule their land for for. Yeah, like, but what I would say is. I'm a European. All them Europeans that tried to fucking colonise and that, I ain't got nothing to do with them. <laughs> I've not got nothing to do with them. I wasn't there, all no, right? No, but I've got, was, nothing, I've got nothing to do with them. I wasn't there. And what I would say is, yeah, we should be fucking telling them how to live. Like, if, <laughs> oh, no, but oh. we, no, but I'm being funny, but if you're there like, oh, yeah, we fucking hate the gays. Well, actually, that's fucking bang out of order. Yeah. And actually... Well, yeah, that is because you want just because someone's gay, what you wanna you wanna fucking persecute them. Yeah. So I'm... actually, I think we should be telling them how to live, because <laughs> that's bang out of order. That is bang out of order. Yeah, look, it gets. It gets... And he can't. He, I'm sorry, but I'm not like he's going on the fucking oh us Europeans. Like I've got nothing to do with the Romans. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I weren't fucking nailing Jesus Christ to the cross. So actually, fucking baldy, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I've got nothing to do with you. You know, just don't group all us Europeans in together because then we're fucking, that means us Europeans. I'm, like what, me and Adolf? No, like I'm not nothing to do with Adolf. Nothing to do with Mussolini. Um, I'm born in this era and I'm nothing to do with you. Like, and we voted Brexit anyway. I've got nothing to do with this fucking guy. I'm not your, you know, I'm British. But it's just, I totally agree with everything he said there personally. Um, I'm not saying people, you know, you shouldn't tell people how to live. Yeah, sure, like different cultures, you all do things differently. But when it comes to actually, like, Just, if you're gay over there, what what's the punishment? Well, they say that, like, um, you could be uh, stoned. You can be stoned, not, exactly. Not, not in the good and way. And so in that, way, in that way, we should fucking tell them how to live because that is totally wrong. It's a footnote. I don't actually think they have ever actually stoned anyone. For, for being gay. All the laws obviously stem from religion. So I think like it's like there's, uh, John Barnes made a good point. I don't know if you saw his interview. Uh, he was on like Good Morning Britain. And he said, you know, really, you know, like if we should go over there and sort of just respect their culture. And if their culture says certain things, not necessarily that we agree with those things, we should just sort of like accept that because we would say the same if they were coming over here. Yeah, but and I totally agree with with all their sort of cultural things or whatever. I'm playing devil's advocate here. Yeah, I know you're playing devil's advocate, but uh, and I and I totally agree with all their cultural things. You know, like I mean, you ain't got to tell me. You know, I, I go, I've been like Magaluf, where I really respect obviously the local people, and <laughs> you know, like so I know how to go to a different culture. You know what I mean? And not take. I would argue that the English do not know how to go to another country and behave. Yeah, because... well, obviously that that's the fucking joke I was making. Fucking brain box. Anyway. But, 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 but like, there's okay. definitely some listeners going, yeah, he's right. We, yeah, do, we, we do respect them. But, no, but what I'm saying is, no, I totally agree with John Bonzer, but there's basic fucking human rights that people deserve, aren't there? And stoning someone because... They want, because they're a bloke and, you know what I mean? They want to fucking... All woman. Yeah, all woman. Like, yeah, <laughs> fucking... I mean, they're more my favourite ones, to be honest. <laughs> I love all that sort of stuff on the internet, right? So, especially the women. Especially the women. I mean, what I would encourage these guitarists to do is, okay, before you get on board with the men, 
being gay, get involved with some of the women. <laughs> Honestly, I could show you some clips that you would fucking love, by the way. Right? So, but anyway. <laughs> okay. This episode's a mess. Uh, it's a fucking mess, isn't it? It's an absolute, absolute car crash. Um, but yeah, what I'm saying is there's some basic human rights that, that, that people... Are, are, yeah, but... but what I would say, as, as we can see, I'm not very good at articulating any of my points. And this is why I don't often talk about political points because... I'll just show you a funny clip. Because I talk like a fucking seven-year-old, basically, and I find it hard to articulate what I mean. But so, take your time. I totally agree. When you go to other countries and other cultures, mm. you respect their cultures 100%, right? But when a culture is, is just disregarding someone's human rights, right, and actually wants to be prejudiced towards that person based on their race, their ethnicity, which is the same thing, um, their gender, their sexuality, any of these things. I'm sorry, but you, you've got to challenge that. Yeah, of course. But look, the whole thing is corrupt, isn't it? The whole thing is corrupt. The fact that it was held in Qatar That's is completely, completely, completely joke, yeah. corrupt. You know, the, the whole... Um, the, uh, the whole of FIFA is just one big fucking joke. It's just, and it's just because people, the reason they get away with it is because people love football so much that they're willing to just turn a blind eye to it because as soon as that whistle blows and the game kicks off, everyone kind of just forgets about it and they just enjoy like some of the best athletes in the world playing the best sport in the world. And FIFA use that to their advantage because they know realistically no one's going to boycott it. You know, no one's well, gonna... no, in all fairness to, to you Italians, you Italians boycotted We did it boycott year, it, actually. You know? yeah, um, so... <laughs> well, you know, we, we're always... We, but do you know what? As you, can see what by, as you can see by Gianni Infantino, we're at the front of, like, you know, social issues. So we just said, look, we can't take part in this one. We're going to have to step aside. Yeah. We'll lose on purpose in the, in the, in the qualifiers. Do you know what? It's great to see... Um, Italy on the right side of history. <laughs> <laughs> so well done. Well done to Italy. Um, speaking of uh, politics, did you see that Harry Maguire was mentioned in the Ghanaian, uh, um, uh, the, the Ghanaian, their equivalent of the Houses of Parliament no, this week? <laughs> if you are a fan of football, and I'm happy to see you the other day, jubilating when Ghana won. <laughs> But there was a player in, in the United Kingdom, in, in England, <laughs> Paul Maguire, who was playing for Manchester United. Harry Maguire. He's a defender. He was tackling everybody and throwing his bodies everywhere that he was seen as the best defender in the world. Manchester United went and bought him. He became the biggest threat at the center of Manchester United's defense, tackling Manchester players and giving assists to opponents. <laughs> Mr. Speaker, yes. when even the opponents fail to score, Maguire will score for them. Look at the case in the fight. Mr. Speaker, you remember in this country we also had an economic Maguire. This economic Maguire went to Malata Market and were clapping, saying that this man is the best in managing foreign currency. The same economic Maguire was roaming at Central University delivering lectures on how to restore the value of the city. That's funny, man. So, like, he's basically saying that this uh, economist that they've got in there who's in charge of 
one of the financial institutions over in uh, Ghana. He's saying he's their equivalent of uh, Maguire. Maguire. <laughs> because he basically said, we all thought this geezer was going to be... <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. And he was pony. <laughs> That's funny, isn't it? I mean, how does, how does Harry Maguire feel at the moment? Because he's just getting... Mate, he's doing well for England. He's doing well in the, in, in the World Cup. Because it's well a bit of a slower Cup. pace, so it's like, it suits him. Yeah, yeah. he's a fucking car horse, isn't he? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Um, you know like you just he's probably just minding his own business in the hotel he's on yeah. fucking Twitter and he sees that pop up and he's like for fuck's sake yeah um, yeah that's funny <laughs> yeah that's that's funny I'm mad that he's a politician coming out with that <laughs> what country is that Ghana, that, Ghana. That's, that's Ghana yeah. Ghana um, the black stars big up the black stars they unfortunately went out yesterday yeah um, that's, I like Ghana you... when I used to go to school quite a few black kids in my school um, obviously the Nigeria Ghana yeah football rivalry big thing in my school as well that's a fucking that's a big one mm. also so Ghana are the black stars yeah and then um, Nigeria uh, Eagles or something I believe so phone in if you know yeah I can't remember but yeah I just remember the I remember the um, the arguments it's funny and I sort of I sort of adopted the Ghana as my team in the football debates. They've always got nice kits. So I notice as well. Yeah, got, I mean, Nigeria have got the nicest kits. I think African kits in general are always quite nice. If you know. were from Africa, what country, Africa, would you be from, Jordan? Well, if I had to choose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think Nigeria's quite cool. I think, like... Nigeria's very cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I, know, I know a lot of uh, cool Nigerians. Um... And there's a, like, I love Nigerian sort of music as well. Uh, I love a lot of like the Afro beats and stuff like that. So yeah. food's pretty good as well. Uh, yeah. A lot of jollof rice, a bit of moi moi. You ever had yeah. that? It's like, yeah. it's like uh, fish with like um, bean patty kind of thing. Like, it's, it's Do you go like... down to Not Neil Carnival with your Italian flag? And dutty wine. I've been, I've been carnival uh, and, your, and, your, and your Hennessy. <laughs> been carnival covered up, just got a bottle of limoncello. What's your missus's um, sort of background? Be she's half Bayesian, half English. Really? Yeah. So Bayesian is Rihanna. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why she's so fit. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> got a fucking engaged to her next year. I told you. Right. Uh, do it. So Germany went out. Germany went out. Fuck Germany. We're not going to spend time talking about them. <laughs> there we go. That's the covered. old enemy. Do you know that they're not that bothered about us? Their main rivalry is is Holland for them. But we're still just like, well, what? <laughs> what are you fucking cunts? We're not going to really forget about that. So any fucking chance we get, we're like, fuck Germany. I mean, Germans, like, they don't really feel a way about us. No. They actually don't. No. Whereas we're still just like... <laughs> fuck you yeah but I'm like it I'm like it mate I'm yeah, just I mean, like, most England fans are like mate, it <laughs> it's just fucking bred in me from a young age I've, I've met Germans before and they're safe lovely people they're lovely people yeah. they're lovely people I mean you know you always got to keep your eye on them but they're lovely people at the end keep, of the day keep your eye on the sunbed so yeah get there but first. what is it about it's just ingrained into me. Like I, I can't, I can't explain it. I mean, it might be my two granddads, you know, fighting in a war and you know, yeah. lo nearly losing their life and losing multiple brothers, and um, that might have something to do with it. But yeah. you know, um, 
but you know, it's, it's pretty much almost a, almost a century on now. Uh, you know, yeah. For, for, obviously, you know, they shall not be forgotten, all that sort of stuff. But I feel like taking anger out on the current generation of Germans who had nothing to do with it. It's the same thing you were saying earlier about I wasn't fucking invading, you know, those countries. You're yeah, saying, but he's, yeah, but that's like three thousand. He's talking about three thousand years. <laughs> I mean, go, how long goes World War Two? <laughs> How long goes World War Two? Um, what we're talking about eighty years now? Eighty years, yeah. 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 Do you know what though? But I get it. Like whenever it's like in a football sense, you know, or any other time, you're like, yeah, come on, man. Like this was years ago, whatever. But then you know, as soon as England start playing and you know people start singing the German bomber song, I'm just <laughs> like, oh, fucking go on then. <laughs> no, I don't sing the German bomber song. That's a bit muggy, really. But yeah, the whole the whole England Germany thing is is ingrained in me because yeah, I mean I had two granddads that fought in the war, so it's like I remember actually once. This is how much this is how much it was like the whole England Germany thing was ingrained in me and my upbringing. I think mainly from my grandparents, right? I remember, and this is the first time I can remember making a group of people laugh, which I think helped inspired me getting to stand up. So we went to this secondary school in Brentwood. Um, I was in like, I was in infant school at the time, right? But we went to this thing, uh, like this secondary school, it's called Urshaline and it was in Brentwood. It was a Catholic school as well, girls school. And they'd done this acting out thing. And then we sat round and then we had to guess what they was acting out. Right. And they were like all scared and all this and that, right? And I said in front of, the whole school, they go, oh, what do you think they're scared about? What do you think's happening? You know, asking the kids. And I put my hand up, like being deadly serious. I was like, maybe the Germans are bombing again. <laughs> and the whole fuck, <laughs> like everyone erupted, right? And I was like, yeah, uh, like laughing as if, like as if I'd made a joke. I'm like, why the fuck are all these people laughing? Like they seriously might be bombing again. Like you need, you need to fucking, you need to wise up guys because if they come back tomorrow, I'm prepared. <laughs> But you lot are not prepared. But I was laughing. I was like, oh, that's funny. And then my sister came up to me after school because she went to that school. She was like, oh, yeah, I heard like the joke you made. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was only like seven at the time or whatever. Right. But I remember thinking, I was being deadly serious. I was mm. like, you know, you've got to be on your toes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you never, you never know. Man. Like, my nan, right, my nanny Peggy said like, during the Blitz, they would fuck off, right? Come back. And their house was just, like in Limehouse was just fucking rubble. So like I hear these stories like mm. my granddad post would tell no, the granddad Eddie would tell me once he was like he was on the front line, he was shooting and he was talking to his mate and then he was like, Oh, I can't remember what his name is, Harry, for example. And he was like, Harry? Harry? Turn around, fucking bullet through his eye. Like, you know, so yeah. you know, it's it's all fun and games, but <laughs> You can trust him as far yeah. as you can throw him, mate. Just, keep, keep, keep your eye on him. Just keep your eye on him. He's all I'm saying. Because wasn't there something come out in the news recently about Germany? There was like... Here we go. Conspiracy no, but, but there, I, I think there was. Like, there was more There was more backing for Putin or something in Germany. Not sure about that one, mate. No, okay. All right. Well, fake news. <laughs> don't, get you, don't get your news from here, basically. But what all I'm saying is, it's just like... I mean, yeah, as you can tell, I mean, I've been Germany. I've been Germany twice. It's not a bit of me. Where have you been? I've been Hamburg twice. 
Hamburg. I'm not sure. I don't know about Hamburg. I've been yeah, but do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? Is the architecture. I don't yeah, really, Architecture makes... It's quite cold. It's quite cold. Mm. I've watched a lot of World War II but that's, films. But it depends where you go, though, because my sister used to live in uh, Nuremberg. She, uh, she, she worked over there for a few years. Because Italians and Germans were quite close, weren't they? Yeah, you've not mentioned. <laughs> yeah, but they they are, aren't they? They was. Uh, I don't know about. Yeah, no, I don't no, know. About, you was, I, don't you know was, I don't know about now. He was pretty. He was pretty cozy that to mate. Let's yeah. not. Let's not. <laughs> wasn't know. me. I wasn't involved. Yeah. <laughs> so she lived in Nuremberg. Nuremberg's quite Bavarian, so it all looks like you know Hansel and Gretel houses and stuff like that. Right. It's quite nice. You know what I mean? But I've also been to some places like Frankfurt, and it's just like concrete jungle, quite quite yeah. cold, quite and industrial, cold, industrial. Yeah. The act, the the accent, like the language, are just it's quite. Do you know what? I think it's just all the connotations of what. Like I've watched a lot of like war films and that. <laughs> like it just makes me feel uneasy. Maybe just, you should watch more German cinema, and you might have a bit more of an appreciation. Yeah, Germans. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, um, but yeah, listen, out, like, love Jürgen Klinsmann, the, Stefan Freund, of course. Some of these got you know Lewis Holtby. Well, they're out, so you don't have to worry about them for the rest of the World Cup. Yeah, okay. Um, did you hear what Jack Grealish said that made him look a little bit no, stupid? No, what did he say? Uh, if I was to say, it's the best thing since... Sliced bread. Sliced bread. What did he uh, say? He, he pulled a Josh James, to be fair, because he completely fucked it. He said, uh, he was in an interview and he was saying, that's the best thing since sliced veg. <laughs> And I think you'd hate that because, you know... You, yeah, hate you, veg. You hate veg, so, you know, that, that wouldn't even make no, sense. No, I think he's maybe on a wind-up, no? No, well, he is, you know... That's not a Josh J. It's not that. Don't fucking <laughs> put me in that bracket. <laughs> well, you know, you get your words wrong now and again. Yeah, when I'm talking fast, but, like, when I'm... Like, if I was in a press conference, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't make that mistake. <laughs> you reckon you'd be all right? I'd be fine. <laughs> I'd be absolutely fine. So we've got our new uh, new little section that we do here on the podcast where we talk about things that have like wound us up. Um, it's called, do you, do you want to announce the name? That's a Liberty. It's called That's a Liberty, right? And uh, Josh has got one for us this week. What what you got this week, mate? Um, actually, it's not, well, I think Balenciaga. Right. <laughs> That's a fucking Liberty, isn't it? <laughs> That is a liberty. I mean, like you've seen, they've got all the teddy bears, like BDSM. Yeah. Then they've got like the court documents, like from nonces, yeah. all this and that. Um, that's a liberty. But at the same time, I don't really feel sorry for anyone that's bought Balenciaga in the past. Because yeah. really, I think, well, you fucking deserve it, to be <laughs> honest. Because you're spending 500 quid on a pair of trainers who like a pair of socks. Mm. You know, it, it's... It's, it's to be expected, really. Yeah, I, I was looking into it a little bit and uh, I was I was actually quite surprised about how, like, like so, so a lot of these sort of conspiracy theories, you're like, oh, right, yeah, they've just seen something and they've taken it out of context and whatever. No, they full but on no, had no, the no, teddy bears properly. And as that, addressed as gimps. Um, I think the woman uh, who, uh, let me just get her name up, uh, Lotta Volkova, She's like one of the main stylists behind. Uh, and she done it. She's, well, if you go on her Instagram, it's a lot of like satanic imagery and a lot of like. Yeah, really so they knew exactly what they was boys, doing. They knew exactly what it was. Really, really young looking boys and sort of like not much clothing, like kids looking like quite like sad in certain photo shoots and stuff like that. And obviously, you know, like fashion is like 
so broad in terms of like all these like little artistic stylistic takes they have on certain like photo shoots you i mean you all you've got to do is watch is like watch one of the the catwalk shows to see that they do like some mad shit all the time just uh, and it's uh, it's more of like an artistic point than it is a fashion thing or whatever but it looks so fucking seedy all this stuff it looks so yeah. so fucked up listen like, don't get me wrong i'm sure not everyone was against it i'm sure there were some people <laughs> out there that fucking loved it you know what i mean um but not not people that that really should be not in prison basically mm. um so yeah but i've got to be honest with the whole balenciaga thing it, it, it's disgusting and it really is the only way to put it um but then when i think about the sort of people that buy balenciaga it does make me laugh a little bit <laughs> because i think you gotta be a bit of a fucking helmet to buy a balenciaga trainers or you know and and it's it's hilarious to me you know glorifying paedophilia is disgusting but what's hilarious to me is that you've just bought a fucking hoodie that's worth a thousand pound and it's now worthless mm. you can't wear it it's now nonce clobber you can't mate it's nonce clobber you might as well fucking stick on an old jimmy savile shell suit you know what i mean um, um do you know what if you're going around wearing balenciaga now you might as well stick on a shell suit stick on a little round pair of sunglasses <laughs> Right, big old cigar. But <laughs> like, wow then, wow then, wow then. That's what you look like. So I hope you got the receipt for them um, socks. I quite enjoyed uh, watching videos of people burning their Balenciaga stuff. It's like, not only are you mug for buying this shit in the first place, you yeah. know, you're now burning it and just but like literally burning money. Uh, exactly. Um, you know, I wear a lot of Nike, and the thing is with Nike, what's great is you, you, you know, you know where you stand with with Nike and you know their their sort of child abuse you know what I mean they've, <laughs> they've only got these kids work you know they're at least giving these kids a fucking living yeah, exactly. you know what I mean and paying them you know one pound yeah. fifty a week yeah, they're, they're, but they're not they're not dressing them up <laughs> like that you know because that's disgusting but you know if anything, they're offering them apprenticeships just from a really, really young age. Yeah. But yeah, no, that that listen, that whole it, it baffles me that with that Balenciaga thing, being serious for now, like that that's fucking that they was like, Yeah, cool, stick that out. And it, it does make you think, you know, like always people go, Oh yeah, like the people in real high echelons of society, like paedophiles and this and that, and you know, there's there's like child you know, and I just think, oh, that seems a bit far fetched. But now I think, well actually is are they are they sort of trying to cater to that? You know, it, it's very. I do, I but at the same time, Balenciaga do things to try and so just provocative, shock, yeah, provocative, yeah. and they've they've obviously a lot of things. You know, fair enough, sticking a high vis jacket up for like ten grand. Mm. Um, you know, fair, fair enough, but. When it comes to to kids and all that, just just leave that well alone, man. It, it, and listen, I, can they come back from this? It does seem like they're just mugging off the people that buy their stuff a every bit, every yeah. step every step of the way. You know, it's just always like, oh yeah, five grand for this bit of fucking shit, like like plastic, like t shirt or whatever. You know, like just like all these like clothes that they've been coming out with for the past few years, they end up making headlines every couple of months, going, oh, who would pay X amount for this Balenciaga thing? And now they're going. Well, actually, you know, the, the our whole sort of ethos is uh, around like, sort of protecting paedophiles and like satanic rituals. Listen, Balenciaga are finished. And what I think will be the nail in the coffin is if fucking 
Old Daniela Westbrook was packed head to toe in Balenciaga. Do you know what I mean? That would tip him over <laughs> the edge. Daniela Westbrook. Do you know, not remember that thing of her when she was head to toe in Burberry? Oh, really? She got packed head to toe in Burberry <laughs> and literally Burberry as a company fell off a fucking cliff. <laughs> like, God bless her. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think, it's, I, 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 it's a shame because she's obviously wearing it because she loves it. But after that, Balenciaga's, that, 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 at the time, that, that, picture went so viral that Burberry as a high-end fashion brand went and fucking exploded and took ages to come back like their reputation to rebuild and that's basically what's happened with with Balenciaga but I wouldn't say it's completely down to Daniela Westbrook (laughs) there was was a whole culture of like you know the whole chav culture yeah but she massively influenced that by you know what I mean people she was like an influencer at the time, like an icon, you know yeah. what I mean? But yeah, I suppose she weren't the only one. I mean, I had my fucking fair share in it. I had a fake <laughs> fake hat and... Uh, and I wasn't involved. I didn't do and, it. Um, and scarf. No, yeah. I, yeah. I had a Von Dutch. I had a... Oh yeah, Von I had Dutch. A, it's, it's how fucking snide it was. I got it over Northwood Market. A Von Dutch Burberry hat. Yeah. It was Von Dutch with Burberry rings. <laughs> I was like, yes, it's the fucking bollocks. Yeah. Air Force ones. Yeah, Von yeah. Dutch spelled Von Butch. You know what I mean? B instead of a D. No, it was, was the, well, it was actual Von Dutch. It wasn't real Von Dutch, but it said Von Dutch. Yeah. I see someone rocking a Von Dutch hat the other day. And I, I feel like, like trucker cabs are coming back in for some reason. They shouldn't. They, yeah. They should stay back in. No, they don't. No, they're comfy. I've got a couple. Yeah. Do you? What? Yeah, they say TW unboxing on. So. Oh, right. oh, that's all right. Don't fucking mess. That's all right. Potential sponsors. All right. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah. Um I've got one. Um and it's actually sort of ties in with the World Cup sort of stuff um that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. You know, you get a lot of these footballers on um doing punditry, doing commentary, and they're expected to have a uh, sort of some sort of big political stand and to to be sort of clued up on their social issues when they come on these shows. But really, you're dealing with people who spent the majority of their adult life playing football. Not to say that there's not intelligent footballers, but I'm just saying you can't expect them to have like really strong kind of views on these things in all the time, you know? And I think a great example of this was old Joe Cole on ITV. I don't know if you saw this clip. No, I didn't, no. He's just been asked a question here um, about sort of like, you know, all the, the oh mate, he can about tie up his shoelaces. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> Just play the fucking clip. He's been. I'll give you some context. He's been asked uh, about all the controversy surrounding the Qatari World Cup, and this is what he had to say. Things like it, it, it's very, very difficult. But, you know, the migrant workers and, 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 and the way they they, they do the gay people and things like that. It's, 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 it's a difficult one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I ain't got a clue. I ain't got a clue. That's like as if you asked me that question. <laughs> Like migrant workers and yeah. the gay people. So today, I feel disabled, you know? Yeah, I feel disabled. <laughs> today, I feel African. <laughs> today, I feel migrant worker. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, thank you so much. That's another episode. Shout out to all the migrant workers out there. We found out we had some stats back today. We found out we we're at 149th biggest podcast in Ukraine. <laughs> so... Um, that's my, that's a real stat guys and girls so that's going to be our new slogan by the way we are the 149th biggest podcast in Ukraine in the comedy so shout out to all the Ukrainians we're fucking backing you man um, fuck Putin fuck Putin he's a little bitch 
Um, that'll probably get us in the top 100 now. <laughs> so, so, um, we're yeah. doing it for the troops. Just want to shout out to all my Ukrainians. Keep them going. Keep fighting. Um, all my migrant workers over in Qatar. I mean, you've, you're probably finished now. <laughs> you're probably, you know what I mean? Probably all done and dusted. But um, yeah, I hope, I hope there are gay people over in Qatar. And I hope you're fucking smashing the life out of each other. Because... <laughs> But going back to what we said earlier, no, you, when you go to other people's cultures, um, yeah, you've got to respect them. But when actually they want to be prejudiced against uh, someone just because of their sexuality, then uh, yeah, that is a fucking liberty, really. So I hope mm. you're absolutely going to town on each other over there. Uh, behind closed doors, of course, there's no way to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I really hope you are. Um, and I'm thinking that about that for far too long now. So anyway... Um, Rate us five stars on Spotify. Rate us fast tires on Apple Podcasts. As we say every week, we are a self-produced DIY podcast straight out my garage. So we need your help to get it out there. Um, but yeah, thank you as ever to my producer, Salvatore Bacconi. One last thing before we go. Um, so we'd like to start taking questions from you guys. Uh, 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 questions to Josh, questions to me about stuff, you know. And if you have questions for either one of us, just just message the other one on Instagram. I'm at Sam Piccone. Josh is at Josh Jamesy. If you've got a message for Josh or like a question for Josh, just DM me and I'll get it on the podcast and vice versa. And that's it. Lovely. See you later, guys. Love you.